0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Mercy Talk podcast from Mercy Multiplied, where we are passionate about empowering you with biblical principles for growing in mental, emotional, and spiritual health, and equipping you to share those principles with others. I am Melanie Wise, and joining me on this episode is the amazing Dr. Brooke Keels, and we are in a series here on Mercy Talk about the vital role that relationships and community play in our mental, emotional relational and spiritual health and in the series we've talked about how we are all made and designed for relationships and community Uh, we've talked about um, all of the things that our culture really how how our culture is really working and pushing hard against community and in today's episode we're gonna unpack what I really believe is one of the most significant barriers for a lot of people when it comes to living in deep relationships with other people we are going to talk about when you have been hurt and our hope is that this episode is just going to give you some encouragement and help you to work through those wounds in your life so that you can open yourself back up to the kind of rich community that god has in his heart for you so we're really glad that you've joined us today and hope that you enjoy this show Well, hello, Brooke. Here we go. Hey, Melanie. (laughs) How are you doing? Uh, This is going to be a really just fun, uplifting one. When you've been hurt. Yeah. Let's just talk about About being hurt by other people. it will be great. Um, I feel like just reflecting on all the things that we've talked about in this series, it's almost like we can't not talk about this. I know even when I brought up months ago to our leadership team at Mercy that we were going to do a series on relationships our director of our programs um said okay because i even i even threw it out to the team i was like hey if you guys have ideas and thoughts on any topics that you think would be important to cover and like the first one that our director of our program said was like please do one on when you've been wounded or when you've been hurt um Mm. because it's such a huge reality of life and i just i don't know i mean you work with people all the time my theory would be this is probably the number one thing that keeps people that holds people back from pursuing relationships because they have been they've been burned in the past.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, I think that we talk about this at Empower all the time, right? But it's like you're most of the pain that you've dealt with in life is through relationships with other humans, yeah. and so <laughs> it's really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think I think it's important to say too. Uh, and if we haven't said this a million times, every time we do a podcast, I'm just going to say it now. um, We are not talking about staying in relationship or Mm -hmm. forcing a relationship in a, an abusive one, Mm -hmm. right? That is not what this is. This is existing healthily with other humans and dealing with the hurt that happens, whether, you know, that was intentionally or unintentional by other people. And, but yeah, it's pretty fascinating. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, a part of the reason we did this series was that you and I were both talking about like, it's really hard to like make friends (laughs) as a up, Like, don't we all just want to be nice to each other and hang out and you know, I'm a good time. You're a good time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel (laughs) tough, you know, but somehow, somehow it is. And, but a lot of it is like navigating, like how vulnerable am I supposed to be? Mm -hmm. How, what am I not? Or like, what, how am I, you know, how am I perceived and all of that. But typically the hesitancy comes with, you know, I don't want to be rejected. I've been hurt in the past. Um, And it can be as simple as, you know, you had a good friend, you shared something and they use that against you later. Mm -hmm, Or, mm -hmm. um, you know, you feel judged if you share something. And I feel like all of us have had a moment, everybody's being cool, we're all laughing, somebody says something, they're just like staring at you like, what? (laughs) now for me i like Uh, own that i'm like no y'all are weird it's not me
0: (laughs) and then i run and cry Uh, in the corner right uh uh-huh yeah 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 yeah. and so yeah (laughs) that's
1: like we will never speak to any of those people again um but Uh. i think that you know the other part of that that we talk about at empower is is we are hurt through relationships but we are also um healed through relationships, not just obviously with Jesus, but with other people. And I think we have established our thesis that we are created to be with others and be in community with others. And that is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Sacrifice of fellowship is that sometimes a sacrifice. And, um, so, yeah, so, um, I think that when we're digging into like vulnerability and hurts, if we allow the enemy to manipulate that, Mm -hmm. it is going to be really bad. Mm -hmm. We are going to miss out on a lot of really awesome things. Just partnering with the fear of like, what if Mm -hmm. this happens Mm -hmm. again? Or what if this, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of all those what ifs that we come into, and it can feel overwhelming. You know, I get it, not judging it by any means. Yeah. You know,
0: it's so weird as I'm hearing you talk. I'm, (laughs) I am remembering that literally just this weekend. um, I, I had an I don't know if I'd say an interaction, but I was with a group of people who I -hmm. used to be very, 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 very close to in a previous season of life. Like we were a very, very tight knit group. Um, And we still will occasionally all get together, you know, a couple of times a year for various reasons. And I was hanging out with them and I just felt the distance that had happened over Mm -hmm. the course of time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't, like, there is not, in this group of people what used to be. And I was yeah. so deeply sad. Like I don't, I mean, and yeah. I'm, I know cognitively, but there was something about the experience it, of being like, we used to be like this and now we're not. <clears throat> and then I like started spiraling, which is great. Um, sure. It's a great thing. <laughs> Then I start thinking about other groups. Let's make it yeah, worse. Why don't I think about every horrible thing that's ever happened to me? All all uh-huh. on one time. Um, In the next five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So then I started thinking about this other group of friends. And I was like, wait, why does this keep happening? Like, I get really tight and really close with a group of people. And then seasons of life change. And then it's like, why can't we stay close? No, you, you just, you, you can't. You know, seasons of life change. There are some friends that I think are friends for life. I mean, I have a couple of those, right? But by and large, seasons change and relationships can shift and change. And you can be really, really tight with a group of people and it changes. But I will tell you that I literally had the fleeting thought that night of going, this is what's probably just going to keep happening. Because I'm yeah. we're right now in a season where we're kind of pursuing that again. Like we don't have that tight-knit community as a family. We're pursuing that. And I'm like, but that's going to happen again. We're going to get really close to a group of people. And then a season of life is going to shift. We're going to lose them all. And it's too painful. This is too hard. I actually had the moment where I was like, I don't know if I wanted to keep doing this. Mm. And I was actually like reminded of something we talked about a few episodes back on just like you can do that. You can shut your heart off to close fellowship, close community, close friends. You can do it. But in that place, it was that C.S. Lewis quote that I won't even begin to try to rehash no way but it was about just like if you do that you'll like basically put your heart in a what did it say like a like a coffin almost where it's like sheltered but mm-hmm. eventually it just gets cold and hard right. and i was just like oh man there's no yes to love people means to hurt and to grieve it's just going to happen mm-hmm. and so yeah. but there is no other way to a rich and full life so when i look back on the last whatever 10 or 15 years of these groups of friends i'm like would i change a thing no way no way would i change like how rich did it make those years like it's still right. worth it it is worth being potentially hurt or wounded or grieving when it's gone like it's worth it so i just think yep. like when you've been hurt and you make that agreement you know uh or agree with fear that like what if i get hurt what if they hurt me what if it's what if what if this goes south you know like it's like when you make those agreements, I think the enemy wins in more than just one way because first you're, you know, you get you're wounded, so you're hurt and there's that rupturing of that relationship, your heart has been wounded and so there's that piece where the enemy has won, but now you've made this agreement with the enemy that no one can be trusted or that, you know, vulnerability is bad or having needs is bad and it's only mm-hmm. going to lead to betrayal or whatever. So we shut those things down. And so not only has there been a wounding and rupturing in a relationship, but now you've made this agreement that literally cuts you off from the very thing that God has created you the most for, and that is relationships. So it's like the thing that you need the most is what you're running from and you build up those walls. You want to feel safe. But I actually have come to find in my own life that when I build up any walls for relationships, like I am probably in more dangerous, I think I'm safe. But I'm actually in more dangerous mm-hmm. territory than ever. And yeah. I mean, people always talk about like the sheep, you know, like when the sheep wanders off right. from the flock, they are perfect prey for the enemy, right? And so when you're yeah. living in an isolated life, the enemy really does have kind of some free reign. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and so it's just, it's, it's a dangerous place to live. And so I think we should just probably first, before we say anything else, acknowledge that these areas of pain and these areas of woundedness that come are deep. They're painful. They're legitimate. They're real. We don't. We are not setting out today to make light of that. Um, and you know, we mentioned that in our last episode. We mentioned that there are few things that that can cause like so much pain and shame, and even like a sense of almost powerlessness That w- than when we're dismissed or we're wounded by people, especially when we've mm-hmm. opened up to them or we've been vulnerable with them. Um, but what we're trying to say today is that those wounds are real and painful, but we have to work through those hurts with the Lord. We have to, because the enemy would love nothing more than to let you know, the behaviors of the actions of one person, or maybe even a group of people to keep you from all of the awesome life-giving relationships that God has for you now. Um, And I loved, I remember when I read People Fuel, John Townsend said it this way, and I just loved it. He said, we have to stop projecting that person, the person who wounded us, we have to stop projecting that person's qualities onto humanity in general, (laughs) which is like Mm -hmm. such an easy thing to do is be like, well, that was a horrible person. So all people are horrible or, you know, so yeah. I just thought that yeah. was really helpful.
1: Yeah, that's good. And, I, you know, I, again, I mean, I've talked to people about this every day, yeah. so I'm, I'm not going to give a lot of context to it. But I also think it's important and, and you and I are different, right? In some ways, I can definitely tend to be like, I love people, but I don't know how much I pursue until like God's been like, you have to, you know, like I'm kind of like, we're good, yeah. you know, like I don't need And and it's a lot of effort for me. Mm. Like, I don't know that I'm. Afraid of getting hurt more than it's a lot it's a of lot effort of to put into. It's a lot of work, sure. and I work a lot doing other things mm-hmm. that make me dollars. And so <laughs> sometimes friends don't make you dollars, and <laughs>
0: that's a lot the they story. have to give
1: give in other ways. But I also mm-hmm. think, kind of to your point, it's like I don't want to disqualify how much it hurts, but I also feel like the message needs to be shared but guess what? Like you can also get your feelings hurt and be okay. Yes. Yes. It's like we, it's like we get more afraid of something that hasn't even happened yet or something Mm -hmm. that happened a long time ago Mm -hmm. when the reality is like, what if we kind of took that sting out a little bit? Like, guess what? If you go to coffee with somebody or you go, you know, for all seven men that listen and are with us, you know, I believe in you, like you go hunting and you're like, that was weird. And I don't, think I liked any of that right that's okay like that's okay it's okay to to get and maybe if we because part of it too is putting all of this pressure aside from what John Townsend said right you're putting those qualities on all of humanity but then sometimes it's like oh I find somebody I think I like them we go to coffee and I'm like if you're not my best friend by the end of this then I don't know what I have for you you know what I'm saying like we kind of put all this on there or we guard ourselves or we're not genuinely ourselves and and don't get me wrong like it's okay to build trust and be wise with all of that. But mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I just want to throw that out mm-hmm. there too. Like just cause your feelings get hurt. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I hate that, but you're okay. Right. You know, like we are, believe it or not, in spite of what, The media is shoving down our throats, like we're very resilient people. We can do this. I believe in all of us. So I was just just throwing that out there. I (laughs)
0: could not agree with you more. I'm thinking of someone that I'm 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 very close with who has been wounded a lot in some past relationships. A lot, like legitimate hurt. And now I see that they will regularly like not do things or say things or pursue things or share things because they're so worried about getting hurt. And I've asked them a few times, like, what is the worst thing? that could happen in this in this scenario like if you shared x y and z with this person what's the worst thing and it's always like well they could whatever like they could make me feel embarrassed or they could make me feel shameful about it or whatever or they could judge me and then my next question is always like okay let's say that does happen would you be okay would you make it right would you survive and like when it's really thought about it's like yeah like, <laughs> I'm a grown yeah. adult. I would be okay. Like, so it's just, I think sometimes just being able to ask, like, what if the worst thing happened? Right. Would you survive And they it? were like,
1: that was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard. Right. right. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, okay. Would you make okay. it? Yeah. Would you make it out of a life? And, life? and again, we, we cannot project or put yes. our heart in other people's hands. Yes. That's not what we're supposed to do. Our heart is in the Lord's hands. yes yeah. And they cannot rip our souls apart, right, mm-hmm. like in general. And and so there's moments, and but typically that's an abusive side, but I think it is. Yeah, it's like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. You share something and somebody like judges you for, well, then they're a dummy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. so then you judge <laughs> them said. back, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's what Jesus <laughs> said. So um, anyway, oh, <laughs> I'll move on. What he said today i feel it i feel like that's true but then on the flip um, no, side of
0: that not to yeah. go totally out of tangent but just to say like but yeah. what if that didn't happen and what if they accepted mm-hmm. and brought you in and there was yeah. something what like if they that were kind of cool that yeah i mean is it worth the risk oh uh-huh. okay. anyway
1: yeah <laughs> sorry Continue. well if you've decided maybe it is worth the risk and you're like i would like for friends I would or like maybe, maybe my fear mm-hmm my fear of, of, you know, or I'm seeing the areas that I've partnered with the enemy and isolating me from other people. Um, and I would like some relationships. So kind of going through, and this is in our keys to freedom study. We also teach a lot of this at empower. Um, you know, so there's a few ways to kind of dig through that. And one of them is healing life's hurts, right? Mm -hmm. So we're inviting the Lord into the hurts of our lives, we're pouring out our emotions to Him. Like, this is what hurt, and not just qualifying those. Yeah. Right. Not, I've, I've talked to people so lately that are just like, I mean, you know, like I'm not, I haven't been like martyred for Jesus. And I was like, well, yeah, because then we wouldn't be talking. So you're here now. Right. Mm-hmm. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, but guess what? Like, that's all right that you're just like, I don't like how that lady in Walmart looked at me and it hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lord wants to hear mm-hmm. that. What? A safe intimate relationship is that just like if you can imagine a great friendship you would call and go man let me tell you about this lady at walmart mm-hmm, <laughs> Looked mm-hmm. to me sideways, and it kind of hurt my feeling like the lord's like yeah let's talk about it you and know? then he's like stop and, on uh, the walmart.
0: people look at you weird
1: yeah obviously that's on you right really <laughs> i mean i went yesterday anyway i'll tell you about it later so <laughs> you know but he has a response to the pain we've experienced he has something to say about it he is safe he is ready he wants to hear every little detail about it but often we just hold it all in we don't invite anybody into it but if you can't invite another human well then invite the lord because that's maybe the first best place to start right um the next piece and this is one of my favorites because it is such a key to existing in this life with any joy is choosing to forgive right and god commands that not to be like because if you want to get to heaven you better do it Mm -hmm. right that is not the spirit behind it he commands it because he knows that that is so vital to our freedom it is so vital to our joy and it is not saying like okay that person hurt me and it's okay that they hurt me it is saying like lord i'm i need you to handle this hurt in my life Mm -hmm. it is between your heart and the lord's heart Forgiveness has nothing to do with the person that hurts mm-hmm. you. It doesn't. It's about you being free, yeah. not about them. And I think that when we actually understand that, and it goes in depth in Keys to Freedom, if y'all haven't gotten that, get it. I'm so obsessed with this. I mean, all of it, but especially that mm-hmm. section, because I think we have, and part of why we are able to or, you know, partner with the enemy in isolation is because we don't understand what forgiveness really is yeah. and what it means. And so when we do, then it's such a freeing thing because it's not dependent on anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's not. You get to be free on your own with the Lord, and that also opens you up to other healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and we have said like health seeks health. You can identify, oh, you know, some people talk about, I just keep getting these same relationships. Well, yeah, because you're still sick, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. You're looking for someone to fill a void that they are never going to be able to fill. Mm-hmm. And so we've got, you've got to actually identify what that is and take ownership and responsibility for your needs with the Lord. So you can find other healthy people yeah. that are fun. You know, you what know? I
0: love one of the things about um, yeah. the forgiveness key and keys to freedom. You know, we, we guide people through like a series of, of questions because I think a lot of people just don't even know how to forgive. They're just like, I'm supposed right. to forgive. What does that even mean? So we really guide right. people through a practical process of that in the, in the study. <clears throat> but one of the questions that we guide people through processing with the Lord is just like, God, what was I expecting this other person? What valid needs did I have for this person to fill that they failed right. to fill? And and how right. did they let me down in that? And then the next question is like, how do you want to fill that Lord? Mm-hmm. Like what I should have been able yeah. to receive from that person. How do you want to fill that? Because only in that place will you even be able to move forward. Like you said, in health, because if you if you yeah. don't go to the Lord and and ask Him how He can fill those things, you're going to start running after it and somebody else, and it's probably just going to end badly again. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: okay, yeah, and we, and we teach this, you know, all the time. But like your health and freedom cannot be dependent on another human being. Mm-hmm. It can't. Um, and if it is, it's just not going to be great. It's mm-hmm. not going to be a fun, fun journey. More <clears> on. Yeah. Um, no, I love that you brought that up. And again, I mean, that's I, I don't mm-hmm. even know i'm trying to think like when i first read like how that was written out in keys to freedom mm-hmm. it must have been 2016 yeah mm-hmm.
0: uh, 2017 was when it first came out but then we, mm-hmm. we you know in our latest edition we added and mm-hmm. built out some sections and forgiveness was right. one of them because it was like this just still right. doesn't feel like enough and so we built in some yeah. more questions to process and that was one of the questions we added
1: It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, and I and I'm just saying that one of the reasons I'm passionate about it is obviously I see what it does for others, but I know what it did for me. Mm. Um, And especially through that workbook. This is not a plug for Keys to Freedom. I mean, I guess everything (laughs) is like (laughs) sort of, but we're obviously Uh, we we think it's great because it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So another part also in Keys to Freedom is renewing the mind and that's where we can actually identify and break the agreements that we have made, you know, so like all women will hurt me. Um, No one can be trusted. You know, I'm safer if I'm on my own or, you know, what I hear a lot. And I have said myself is like, you know, I just don't think that people are willing to put the energy in that I'm willing to put in or like whatever we kind of, you know, outline for ourselves and, and we have a whole episode on this, right? Breaking mm-hmm, the agreements mm-hmm. and renewing the mind. Yeah, we did it yeah, earlier from, this year.
0: Is in the it was in May that we posted one. Yeah, because we've done so a few, lot on renewing the mind, but we didn't have a good like full teaching on like the breaking agreements part. So we kind of mm-hmm. built that out more in that in that episode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So check that out too. But I think it's just again all of these things though: healing life's hurts, choosing to forgive, renewing the mind. That is all between us and the Lord Mm -hmm. and identifying those things. And then Mm -hmm. out of that, when we have been filled up, right, that's where out of that overflow, we can go and be in relationship Mm -hmm. with other people in ways that bring us joy. And then also our hearts don't get ripped out of our bodies Mm -hmm. every time somebody looks at us the wrong Mm -hmm. way, because we're not just this open wound asking to be hurt again. Right. Right. Um, And I just think that's, you know, an important thing yeah, to note, yeah.
0: which I think is good in saying like, OK, so that is the important piece that you need to do between you and the Lord. You were mentioning something mm-hmm. that we talk about at, a, at Empower and how most people's pain have come within the context of relationship. And then we always fill all that up with, but also a lot of their healing comes through the mm-hmm. context of relationship. So to clarify, yeah. just like you said, there is a pivotal part of this healing process that absolutely has to happen between you and the Lord. But as you re-engage and re-enter community, there is a continued healing that kind of flushes itself out within the context of community. And so I loved, okay, so we did one of our first episodes of this series was with Andy Crouch, and it just continues to be one of mm-hmm. my favorites because he was a delight. Um, but oh. he talked in his book, so his book was uh, is called The Life We're Looking For. I mean, he has uh, lots of books, but that's the one we were talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
0: And in it, he talked about this idea of like replacing, or um, what did or reclaiming? I can't remember the is a word. Mm-hmm. Re something households. This it. idea of households, and mm-hmm. so like yes. I'm, so he has this quote that I love, yeah. but he was talking about households. It still works just for the idea of community. So I'm gonna read this quote, but I'm gonna replace what he talked about um, with the word community. So he said, "Any place where there is trust will sooner or later become a place." where there is disappointment, if not betrayal. And he said, we will not live in any community without discovering our own capacities for betrayal, selfishness, and self-righteousness, which just like, if you can just sit in that for a moment (laughs) to realize like Mm -hmm. you will not live in community without discovering your own capacity for betrayal, selfishness, and self-righteousness, because we are human beings, but it is, then he follows it up by saying, but it is also in community that we discover our capacities for humility, repentance, and forgiveness. We can embrace one another again and plead for one another to come in again. He said, indeed, given our fallen nature, it is through these very experiences of rupture and repair that we actually learn how to become people who can trust and people who are mm-hmm. trustworthy. Ooh. <laughs> I just yeah. like man I,
1: I love that though, because it just like when you, when something's just true, it takes all of the like drama, anxiety, and fear out mm-hmm. of it, right? This is not just us. I, you know, I'm, it's hard for me to admit this. It is not just me, the perfect person walking <laughs> around trying to find somebody good enough to be friends with me, right? Like, <laughs> it's like hey you're also not great and Mm. you should probably be really aware of those areas you know and then that allows you to have grace for other people and be Mm. humble for other people when we are aware of our weaknesses and our ability to betray and our you know this isn't just you're sad let's find somebody to make you feel better that's a super selfish messed up thing that's not relationship Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. you know and then you know not to anyway i just i love that Mm -hmm. like i is i love it because i'm like yeah we're all messed up why don't we just all start there yeah and have some grace for each other it's actually
0: reminding me of something that our my mine and my husband's uh counselor years ago told us right before we had kids and we were about to start trying Mm -hmm. to get pregnant and i was like really crying a lot about it and our counselor was like do you are you how are you feeling about this? Are you? Do you feel like you're ready for this? And I was like, I'm just scared we're gonna mess them up. Like we're gonna have kids and they're gonna be all, you know, we're gonna jack them up yeah. with all of our issues. And and uh, I remember our counselor looked at us and he looked. Well, he looked at me and he goes, "You will." Yeah. And I cannot tell you how freeing that statement was to just and and what mm-hmm. he then went into was talking about. And I thought about this because in that quote he talked about this process of rupture and repair. And the, mm-hmm. our counselor said it is vitally important that there is rupture and repair in your relationship with mm. your children. Because in that process, you are you are building parts of their character that are vitally important when they go into the world. They have to know that it is okay to be hurt and that there can be repair on the other side of hurt, that they are resilient, that they have like those pieces are so important. But he was talking about it in the context of children, I feel like it's important for every single one of us. If I live my entire life without ever experiencing hurt or hurting other people, which let's just, that's impossible, right? But I can wall mm-hmm. myself off enough to be like, no one will hurt me. No one gets through these, you know, walls. And I, and then in that process, I won't hurt anybody else. You know, you are robbing yourself of so much by not allowing this process of rupture and repair mm-hmm. to build out throughout your life. Um, and... I'm I'm also thinking about you guys know I mean I'm never gonna probably ever talk about anything ever without quoting something from Adam Young's podcast, but um (laughs) he has this podcast and he had a guest on. It was this girl, her name's KJ Ramsey. So she shared about this autoimmune disease that she's had for like a full decade. And I think she's maybe in her thirties. And so it's like in her Mm -hmm. twenties and like the prime of life, right? And she um, got this autoimmune disease and she was talking about some of her own experiences of people dismissing her and not being there for her when she needed it the most. And so mm-hmm. she talked about like how tempting it is when you have been hurt in relationship to agree with the lie that we've like, already mentioned, to agree with the lie that no one can be trusted, that no one will be able to really love you or care for you, so it's not worth trying. And she said this, I mean, she had some, she had some pretty painful stories that she shared in that Mm. episode, but she said, I have deep empathy for that, but I also have fiery challenge for that. And to hear someone who had been wounded in many, many ways by people who just kind of abandoned her once she got this disease, who weren't there for her, who didn't support her. She said, I have fiery challenge for that idea because she talked about like, if we are people of faith and we are connected to the God that makes it possible for us to have faith, that we can love other people, that we can be loved by others, that we can receive care from others, and that it will actually go well. It mm-hmm. means like having faith in this area is gonna mean that we will reach out to other people and that and we will have hope that making that choice is gonna actually lead to something good. And I just thought that was so interesting, like just an interesting approach to that of going like, if I'm a person of faith and I believe in a God, who can actually make this happen, who can mm-hmm. bring about good relationships yeah. in my life. Um, and so I just thought that was helpful because as someone who had been wounded, she was like, Mm-mm, you don't get away with that idea that no one can, yeah. no one can, anyway.
1: No, I love it. Well, and again, it takes it back to our relationship. Are, are we good with us and the Lord, right? Are we letting Him speak into these places? Because we are never gonna find perfect people. Like I just mentioned, right? There's, you are in community with uh, broken people, and with any significant relationship, over time, you're going to disagree, you're going to get on each other's nerves, you're going to hurt each other's feelings, like yep. all of that is just normal, you know, and, and that can be expected. And and I think that, again, are we able to have the grace for that? And I appreciate what she said, like, I have, you know, empathy for mm-hmm. that. But I also like, you know, if we're, again, expecting people to act some kind of way that makes us feel good at all times, that's on us. Mm-hmm. And that's not right. Right um and so you know at the same time there are unsafe people and if you're a lot of you know a lot of us and a lot of people that grew up in unsafe homes or maybe neglected homes don't actually even know what a Mm -hmm. safe or unsafe person is that's one of the reasons that uh one of the process groups that they do at the mercy residential is with the book unsafe people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because often like you don't even know how to recognize a healthy person if you haven't lived in health and sometimes more often than not that same person reading the book recognizes the ways they have been unsafe you know and so it's you know so it's important to be able to distinguish safe and unsafe people and then also like manage your expectations for what people are capable of because if you're not capable of perfection they sure as heck aren't either yeah you know Um, and believe me i know because i'm really close to perfection in most things honestly um i'm
0: gonna let you finish that out
1: <laughs> i was like i don't know geography i am not you all know though i am i've decided i'm gonna get really good at geography. it's your
0: one mm-hmm. is your one area it's my and one weakness else, and do you really geography.
1: i told scott yesterday leaving walmart uh there's a lot of things happening at walmart uh leaving walmart yesterday i was like you know what i'm gonna get a map I'm gonna get really good at geography. And we got in the car and go, so that there's no holes. No, you're not. Yeah, so there's no, I was like, (laughs) and that will seal it up. I'll have everything covered. And he was like, no, you're not. And I was like, why? And he's like, cause you don't actually care. And I sat there. I was like, yeah, I don't actually care. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. No, but seriously, uh, all joking aside, like it, that is a great book. If you're just kind of like, why do yes. I keep being in a relationship with not like, I feel like I'm doing what I need to do with the Lord. I feel like I'm doing, you know, and you can do it simultaneously, but that's a great book, easy read and just kind of very tangible, very practical. Um, I'm just like, oh, that's why that probably should keep me in relationship with that person. Why I I keep ending
0: up with crazy people. Yeah.
1: Or here are the ways I'm not good Mm. to others. And then they respond Um, to me in not great ways, too. And again, it's Mm -hmm. safe. We can all just own our own stuff. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah.
0: Well, I've been really thankful that I feel like throughout this whole episode, you've just kind of continued to like point us back to like, this is why the Lord is a pretty important part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um and why I think it's so important that God has to be at the center of our relationships because I think when God is at the center, as we've already said, people can hurt us, they can disappoint us, and we have the ability to then forgive and heal. Like that in that Andy Crouch quote, he said, "We can discover our capacities for humility, repentance, and forgiveness." Mm-hmm. And so, yes, conflict is inevitable in deep community. It's absolute hurt and conflict is inevitable. But if God is at the center of that and conflict is actually handled biblically, it can it can strengthen and deepen our relationships. This coming from someone who could not hate conflict more. Yours truly. I hate it so much. And I have realized, I think the thing that forced me out of this, which I'm sure it forced any conflict-averse person out of it, is marriage. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's just impossible, right? And I've had to learn and realize the deepening and strengthening over time of our marriage through conflict. And mm-hmm. so I hate it. I hate it. I still kind of hate it, but I'm now realizing that on the other end of it, there can be really good things. Again, when it's handled biblically. Um, and God is at the center of this community. And so we're talking again, most of our discussions in this series is around this idea of tight, like your your closest inner circle. Mm-hmm. And you want those to be people who love the Lord and who are living their life with the word of God as their guide, right? Like you yeah. want that so that then in the midst of this conflict and hurt, um, if it's handled well with the Lord at the center, then it can actually strengthen it and deepen it. And so yeah. I also think just it means that we can risk And it means that we, in the midst of pain, in the midst of heartache, we're not going to be left alone because we have, we have Jesus. And so, and I loved it because that, that same girl that was on that podcast, I remember she talked about like, if we know we're part of a bigger story and we know that Jesus is this man who was hurt and wounded, I can, I can then experience pain and know that Jesus knows my pain. Mm -hmm. Like he is not. He is not distant from that. And he does not. It's not like he doesn't understand what it's like to be hurt and wounded by people. And and therefore, in my pain, I can know that I don't have to be fully alone. Mm -hmm. And then and she said this, and I love it. She said, then that is what helps me to regain strength so that I can try again. And that is truly ultimately what we're what we're hoping to encourage you all with. It it is worth um, the process of of finding healing, walking that road of forgiveness, renewing the mind, all those things that you shared and then re-entering and re-engaging in relationships and community because that is also a pivotal part of the healing process. And so, um, man, we hope that you have been encouraged by this conversation today. If you find yourself in that very place and you're like, you're describing me like I'm scared to enter back into relationships because I have been hurt so much by people in the past, we just encourage you to just consider what the Lord wants to do and how He wants to move in your life through a process of healing. Man, get the Keys to Freedom study if you don't have it. Um, it can begin that process for you. Um, it might require even some professional help, uh, help depending on what all you've walked through in your life. But man, is it so worth it to walk that journey so that you can then get back to experiencing just the richness of relationship that the Lord um, has for you. So we hope you've enjoyed the conversation and, and as always if the content in these podcasts isn't, has been helpful um, we'd be so thankful if you would just rate our show write a review wherever it is that you listen so that more and more people can can see it and hopefully be encouraged as well um, as always if you have any thoughts or questions about what we've discussed or if you'd like to share your ideas for future topics or series please let us know by emailing us at talk at to find out more about Mercy Multiplied head over to mercymultiplied.com and you can also find us on on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thank you guys so much for joining us today.